Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Youth Vibes. I'm Daniel Sule. It can be a balancing act, figuring out what at, at what point your career goals and your personal goals need to take a breather and at what point you need to tell yourself okay i need to move on i'm simply being lazy where do you get content where where do you say okay i am content with where i am like the bible instructs us to do in places and where do you say i need to go further i need to develop myself i need to get this i need to get that like the bible says in some places Mm. so here to help us with that divide we have our good friend Stephanus. he's back on the show and we have two new friends today mrs anita malum is an on-air personality with the Platte Radio Television Corporation. Welcome, Matt. Thank you. It's good to be here. <laughs> and she's also a very active member of our community. Mrs. Malum taught me in Sunday school. Yeah, <laughs> by the way, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Benjamin Joshua is a one-time youth president of this very fellowship. Welcome, Dr. Ben. Thank you very much. And we're, we're very happy to have you on. Stephanus. Take it away. Welcome to this episode of Youth Vibes. Um, today, our discussion will be centered on um, contentment and ambition. But before then, I would um, love again for our guests to tell us something little about them. Let's know them some more, then we can proceed from there. Yes, Ma? Okay. Um, well, uh, like Daniel mentioned earlier, my name is Anita Malum. I'm an on-air personality, PRTVC, and uh, I am a mother of three. Mm. Three. Two youth, one teenager. Mm. Awesome. Okay, and uh, uh, I, I am an entrepreneur mm. as well, and uh, a Sunday school teacher. I love God. I love the things of God, wow. and uh, I would say I'm a woman activist. Wow, because awesome. we, we have an NGO <laughs> where we, we pursue issues of women. Impressive. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, my name is Dr. Joshua Benjamin. I'm a senior registrar with the Joss University Teaching Hospital, um, Department of Family Medicine. Um, and then I, I'm also involved in missions. I have um, a call to have a deep desire for people to know Jesus mm. and to grow thereby. So I've had a lot of work with young people, teenagers, secondary schools. Um, I think that's it, basically. Oh, thank you very much. I feel that's very important for us to know the background of our guests and where they're coming from so that whatever they, they say to us would have uh, an understanding of where they are coming from. Thank you very much for the brief introduction. So today, like I said earlier, we're going to be looking at the uh, subject um, contentment and ambition. So I want to start by asking our guests, uh, what can you help our audience understand what contentment is all about? What is contentment? I'll start with okay, you. Start with me, yes. okay. Well, contentment has uh, a lot of meaning, but uh, in the dictionary, mm. can simply be summarized as being satisfied mm. with one's life. You know, being being 
being, being at a point where you are okay, you are comfortable, you are happy with where you are at, you are happy with what you have, you know, and you are just comfortable mm. being where you are at a particular point in time. So generally that's just what contentment is, is said to be. Okay. And ambition, on the other hand, uh, has different meanings and mm. can have different connotations. But mm. uh, generally speaking, it is an earnest desire for some type of achievement or distinction of some sort, such mm. as power, honor, fame, you know, wells, willingness to strive for the attainment of these things, you know, mm. that can be said to be uh, what ambitious, ambition rather is. Okay. But that is relative. Okay. So the definition is relative. Well, maybe yeah, when we go... for ambition. For ambition, ambition is, relative. is relative. Maybe yes. when we go deeper, we'll understand what you mean by is relative. Yeah. Uncle Ben, I don't know if you want to add to that. Yeah, well, basically, I think for... Contentment, the addition I will make is it has a connotation of an emotional state mm. of being at ease mm. in one situation. Mm. So it's still the same thing. You're satisfied, you're happy where you are. Well, for ambition, like, um, like it's been said, you know, there's a strong de and determination to achieve success. Mm. You know, so in whatever area it is. So basically, I think that will cover for it. Mm. So that's yeah. to say that um, uh, ambition in itself, there's nothing wrong in being ambitious. In itself. Yeah. Be ambitious, yes. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All there's right. nothing wrong with being ambitious at all. All right. So all. I'll go back to you, Uncle Ben. I did misconception as far as these two terms are concerned. Do you think there are, have you ever heard of any misconception or you think we don't really as Christians, of course, we are talking as Christians. Mm. Yeah. Do you think that we have got it wrong somewhere as far as these two words, these two terms are concerned? Yes. Yeah. So most times when people hear the word ambition or someone is ambitious, most times the connotation is on the negative. Mm. It's, it's, and like we've just defined, is basically a neutral state. I think the only thing that differentiates whether it's bad or not, it all depends on the motive. Even mm. though, of course, I'm hoping that we'll get to a point where we talk about the things that will make it negative or bad mm. or the things that mm. make it right. Mm. But there's this myth that once you say somebody's ambitious, most times we feel the person is on a journey that is negative. Mm. But it's not, that is not proper. Mm. in itself. Then contentment again, some people have also seen it as someone well synonymous to being lazy mm. or well, someone that doesn't really want to get anywhere with their lives. Mm. So, and it's not exactly that. It's not exactly. So, I think those misconceptions, you hear the word contentment, you don't want to move your feet, you don't want to do anything. Mm. You hear the word ambitious, someone that's is on a path to just want to get things for himself. So, mm. and you know, you know, to add to add to what uh, Doctor Josh Josh just said, Doctor Ben rather. Yeah, uh, there, there's this uh, there's this study that was carried out, mm. and uh, it was found that when white men mm. are ambitious, mm. it's a good thing. It's positive. But when white women 
show any form of being ambitious, then mm. it is negative. Mm. When black people or people of other color, color. Mm. seem to be ambitious, then it is negative. Mm. Now, I think that has to do with some kind of uh, uh, cultural perception, perception mm. you know, about you being uh, a lesser being than mm. someone else, mm. you know. And uh, for, for some of us growing up, that's what we were always mm. taught, mm. you know, when, when you as a lady, thanks to female liberation now yeah. and things like that. But but earlier on, if a woman strives to go into uh, certain kinds of professions Fashions. that were then mm. thought as exclusive reserved mm. for men, mm. then it was frowned at mm. and people will look at her. She's been ambitious, you know, she mm. doesn't she wants to wear the trouser, you know, mm. and things like that. But uh, that was a mindset. Mm. And I don't know where it's generated from. Because looking at it from, from the Bible, it certainly did not come from there. Mm. Because even in the Bible, we have instances where certain things were given to people. I remember uh, one of the stories uh, in the Bible when Moses was giving out uh, portions mm. to, uh, to the Israelites after he brought them out from Egypt before they got into Canaan. And um, uh, one of the tribes had only, only ladies. All mm. the men had died. Mm. And they were, they were, they were, there was no male in that lineage. You know, so the ladies came forward and challenged Moses. And mm. Moses had to inquire from God. That's Numbers, I think, Numbers 20 or so. He inquired of God. And God told him, look, they, they, they deserve it. Mm. Give them their inheritance. Mm. And let it be a law that if, a, a, if there's no male in their family, the female there mm. can inherit they, they deserve it. Mm. Now, they were not being ambitious. They mm. just felt... Because what they told him was, you want our mm. our family name to just, just go, go like that? Women. You know, because <laughs> we're women? Now, then, if it was today, we'd say this, these girls have been very ambitious. ambitious yeah. But this is during Old Testament times, mm. and there was nothing like them being ambitious at all. Mm. So I, I don't know where it started from, but I'm happy that the narrative is changing right now. And mm. I think it's just something that, like Dr. Josh said, it's, it's a mindset. It's just a mindset. And the way you look at it mm. uh, is what determines whether it's good or bad. Yeah. That, that's just yeah. it. So it's relative. It is relative, mm. like I said yeah. earlier. It is relative. <laughs> it is. Okay. So um, what does the Bible say about, well, let's start with contentment and ambition. Let's carry them together. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, the Bible has a lot, yes. a lot yeah, to say that's... about about contentment, and mm. um, you know, I just I just picked picked a few. Um, in First Timothy six mm. six to ten, mm. the Bible says, "Godliness with contentment mm. is great gain, mm. for we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world." Mm. But it is the love of money. Those who desire to be rich, they're the ones that fall into temptation. When you love money, that is when you, you go out of line, you know, and things like that. But being contented doesn't mean that uh, you should not strive mm. for the good things of life. Mm. God is already telling us that we should be content in a godly way. Mm. And I guess that's where, that's where people quote scripture and saying you should be contented. After all, the Bible says righteousness with contentment is greatness. So don't yeah. just just take it easy. Just take life easy. But that's a misinterpretation of the Bible. Oh, yes. oh, absolutely, it absolutely, it is a misinterpretation of the Bible mm -hmm. because well, there's so many verses talking about us being content, mm. you know. But even even at so, the Bible tells us that 
we should seek first the kingdom of God and all things to be added unto mm. us. All things, not mm. some things. Mm. And when, when, when it comes to all things, we know what, what God means by all things. Yeah, everything, yeah. everything. Mm. And he has, he has said that we should be anxious for nothing. Mm. Because he's going to provide mm. for all our needs. He has mm. also told us that he takes care of the birds. He takes care of the, the flowers in the fields. They're here today, gone tomorrow. You know, yet God cares about them. And what about us? Mm. You know, he is there to meet our needs. He is mm. there to provide for our needs. As long as we do his will, we mm. seek first his kingdom. Mm. We do that which would give him pleasure. Mm. We serve him truthfully. Mm. Every other thing. He gives to us. Okay, thank you very much, Ma. Uncle Ben, mm. I don't know. What do you have to add to that? Okay, well, for contentment, I I think um, part of what is important to know is the fact that y you are not trying to find value in things. Mm. Yeah. You're not trying to find value. You're not find, trying to get your identity from things. Mm. You know, So it's not necessarily meaning that I should be laid back and mm. lazy but what gives my life value? What gives my life identity? You know, where do I find satisfaction mm. from? So you could see that it's a posture of the heart mm. as well. I know that's why I was talking about, you know, um, if you what value is it if you gain the whole world and you lose your soul? soul. Mm. You know, you know, the the life of a man does not consist. In mm. the abundance of what he has, possess. Mm. what he possesses. So he's trying to see. I should look through the lenses of God in terms of mm. my value, my identity. Mm. So and it should not be in terms of material things. Mm. It's in terms of heavenly things or things that really give life value, purpose, and all that. So in that sense. That would be a way to look at contentment. Okay, so having said that, the next I would love for us to uh, look at is, should a Christian be ambitious? And when should a Christian... Uh, what is the thin line between being ambitious and over-ambitious, going out of the Christian norm? Should, first of all, should a Christian be ambitious? Yes. Um, Why? Okay. Well, yes. for me, Yes. Mm. And there are biblical examples. Oh, wow. I would love yeah. to hear that. Talking mm. about Jesus. Mm. You know, we talked about ambition as a strong desire to achieve a particular goal. Mm. Can you imagine a teenage Jesus as 12 already having discussions yeah. with, mm. you know, in the temple with, you know, um, the, the people in charge of the law at that time. Mm. And his parents were like, you know, we've been worried about you. And like, don't you know I should be about my father's business? Hmm. Meaning he already had a strong desire to fulfill hmm. the mandate which mm -hmm. God had placed on him. He said, my, 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 my will is to do all that God has called me to do. Hmm. In fact, it's so strong for Jesus that I remember a time where he was on a journey. The Bible says he was tired and hungry and his disciples had gone to get something for him to eat. Hmm. And he had this opportunity to, to have a conversation with a lady at the well. It was amazing that even at that state, he was still bent on carrying out, you know, his goals. Mm. So, so much that when they came out, 
they met him and they were like, okay, probably they ha- they, here's provision. He's like, my meat is to do all that God has called me. Even they were mm. perplexed. Mm. They were thinking, ah, did somebody get him anything to do? So he, he was a very ambitious mm. person. Mm. What about times where he had to have meetings from morning to evenings, spend time through, you know, there's a story in which he went and he was praying to the fourth watch, which is like mm. to 3 to 6 a.m., mm. You know, so it showed so he, he was consumed. He was consumed yes. by his passion. Yes, hmm. it showed from his words. There were times when people came, they met him that ah, people are waiting for you. And he said, ah, I have to go to the other cities. I must preach. Hmm. I must hmm. preach this good news. Hmm. So he was a very ambitious leader. Okay. Then talking about Paul too. Hmm. Paul too was a very ambitious leader hmm. to a point where he would say, I had finished my race, I fought a good fight. Imagine somebody preaching, doing tent making. These were not lazy people at mm, all. Mm. In fact, Paul, it was so bad that he told them that anyone that would not work hard should not, not eat. <laughs> if I, he told them to, to go away from anyone yeah. that is not even yeah. working hard. Yeah. So he didn't mince word at mm, all. Mm. So there's, we have a lot of examples of okay. people. Okay, so Ma, when can we now say we are now going out of point? When can we say you are being over ambitious? Now you are going off track. Um, At what point can we say? Of course, you know we're talking about ambition in the context of a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, at what point? Oh, ambition. I think at the point where you 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 become selfish, mm. because from 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 the biblical context of of ambition, it is it is a selfless. Mm. Uh, it is it's a selfless attribute. Mm. You are striving for success mm. and not for yourself as awesome. an individual. Awesome, awesome. You know, but mm. for for someone else. Mm. Like all that Jesus was doing was not for himself, but mm. for the kingdom mm. to better uh, to better the lives of the people mm. that, he, that he met. Mm. You know, and uh, everywhere you see ambition being mentioned in the Bible. It is striving for perfection, mm. striving for success. God mm. calls us to, 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 to be successful. God calls us to, to put in our best, to mm. go the distance. Mm. You know? And uh, when I was studying this, I, I couldn't help but study again and again and again and mm. talk again and again and again about the parable of the, of the talents. Mm. You know, it, it is the classical example mm. of an ambition. Mm. They doubled it. Mm. That means they worked extra hard. Mm. They worked extra hard to see mm. that that which is given them did not go to waste. So that means Jesus is not is not against profit making. No, he is not. Yeah. In yeah. fact, he wants us to multiply mm. everything that he has given us, mm. all that he has blessed us with. We need mm. to multiply. So, so according Mark, to his will. Sorry for interjecting now. So a Christian can go into business. Of a course. Christian can go into politics. And as far as what he's, wherever he's going to, is to bring glory to the yes. kingdom. Yes. Okay. Kingdom go first. All right. Kingdom first. Every mm. other thing can come after. Mm. You know, and when we, when we allow greed to mm. take over, you know, like, like the passage I, I made mention of um, earlier, um, Matthew, Matthew 16, 24. Mm. And you're talking about you seeking God's kingdom, doing that which God wants you to do. But then when you allow greed mm. to come in now, when you look for money mm. 
and you love the money. Mm. Now that is where the problem always mm. comes in. When mm. we allow selfishness comes in, when we allow greed come in, mm. that is when our ambition now becomes self-seeking and destructive. So classical example, like in this festive period now where people are hustling, like people are going to look for money and some people are going to the fuel station to get fuel so that they can sell at double the price because people really need this product. That's been over-ambitious. Can we say that's been over-ambitious? I, I, I won't call that an ambition at all. <laughs> it's not an ambition at all. I just think they're just, they're just being they greedy. To, but, but, it's but, not an ambition because but, what, what, what do they want to achieve? They want to get money. But is getting money an ambition? Well, why do we do business? You do business because you want to touch a life. You want to solve a problem. And to make profit. You want to, yeah, well, besides, <laughs> besides making profit, you need to identify a problem and yes. then you have prefer a solution to that problem. Mm. In preferring a solution to that problem, mm. then you make your profit. Mm. Now, these people that uh, are hoarding fuel or buying fuel and selling it at uh, exorbitant prices, are they really preferring a solution to that problem? I'll say no. Because Absolutely. most of the time, they are the ones that cause the problem in the first place. Sure. So they're not really preferring a solution. So the bottom line is the greed we yes, talked about just, is what is taking hold of them. Mm. The greed to amass this thing for themselves. They don't care because people need this thing. Even if we double the price, they will come for it. If it's not available, they will come for it. And that's not a Christian way no, to get no, money, no way, to no. get rich, no. or to get all of those. No, okay, do you want to add to that? Yes, yes. So for me, like we said, ambition is a good thing, but mm. there are parts when it's negative mm. and um, i'm so happy what um my my mother here and my sister is saying so for me how i look at it is the motivation mm. so if you it's wrong when you are driven by self mm. okay self-centeredness you talked about yeah. then driven by self that means all the fruit of flesh yeah from envy from idolatry you know jealousy and all that. So mm. those things, of course, will produce. I was talking about just wanting greed. Mm. You know, all the, uh, the flesh desires. When when you you are motivated by the flesh, motivated, definitely mm. that's in that's a negative ambition. Then the other thing that will be negative ambition involvement of unbiblical means. Yeah. Mm. You know, to achieve that particular goal. You know, mm. part of we're talking about money now. Mm. We've heard of Yahoo, Yahoo boys. Mm. There are even all kinds of it now. Mm. You know, fraud, cheating people, just to be able to amass wealth, people kidnapping, stealing. So when the means of trying to achieve that strong desire is unbiblical, people mm. lying and all that, mm. that is already a wrong way. Then mm. when it is motivated by worry, you mm. know, the Bible says, the Gentiles run after, after certain things that they run after, you know, worrying for basic things. Mm. Because for us as children of God, God already says that I am the one that is concerned about your well-being, you know. So you are supposed to have that state of, you know, being satisfied on that. So when you are anxious and your actions are triggered by worry, mm. you know, or anxiety, Mm. You know, that can be a problem. Then I think the other one too I wanted to share is when there's no heavenly value. Mm. Okay, we'll come to that. Just mm. hold your breath. Yeah. Now, I, I, I like to say, because our audience is largely 
young we are largely young people we have about 90 to 95% young people on this um station per se um when how should a young person guard against negative ambition yes ma'am well um for me i think um guarding against negative ambition for a young person i would go back to to the home front mm. it's something the parents need to do right from childhood mm. now uh, i would use one of my children as an example mm. i remember uh one, one of my young 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 daughters she she liked she likes good things mm. so everywhere she went whatever she sees she wants it whatever mm. she sees she mm. wants and she doesn't know or understand the language of no you no. cannot have this mm. <laughs> you know uh most of the times children don't understand that mm. language but her older brother understood that and he knew when, when he, he understood when you say no mm. you can't have this now and he appreciates it even mm. though they're different personalities mm. and i remember one of the days they went out and she wanted something and he looked at her and said no you cannot have it you need to learn to be content with what mm. you have mm. i wasn't there mm. but the the storekeeper told me that this was what transpired you know mm. when they went to the shop and because of that he told her you are not going out of this house with me again <laughs> until you learn to be content oh, you don't wow. see anything in the wow. shop and want it wow. now it starts from there mm. sadly mm. we parents think we love our children so much and we give them anything and everything they ask mm. for mm. but if we don't learn to say no and teach them contentment and teach them that there is that language of no mm. not now it becomes a problem and mm. when, they, when when they become adults teenagers adults they, they struggle yeah. they, they struggle mm. deeply and it takes the grace of god for them to come out of it mm. because at that time they they think i can have it all you can always have it whatever you whatever desire. i want mm. whenever i want i can always have it okay. i grew up always having it so yes. why can't i have it now mm. you know but contentment teaches us that not all things should mm. be gotten now Mm. Everything has a time and everything has a purpose. Mm. God has already told us to everything in life yeah. there is a time and mm. a purpose. Mm. So for where I am now, for what I have now, this is the time and this is the purpose. Mm. And as Christians, if we get to understand that everything about our lives has been, you know, so ordered by God, our mm. steps are ordered by God, our today is ordered by God, our tomorrow is ordered by God. He has already taken care of of our next 10 years you know then we don't need to worry all we need to do is wake up in the morning and ask him okay for today lord order my steps mm. show me what to do show me where to go to mm. you want to run a business for this business lord is this the way i should mm. run it is this what i should do so and that goes like to that. say what what is what is our goal what what, what do we want to achieve right yeah. as young people what's our who is our role model Who are we looking at? It should it should right? be Jesus and people. Maybe you want yes, so yeah. for me I think it starts with even knowing Jesus personally. Mm. Because you know we talked about how that when someone is motivated by self, self yeah. already that that's negative ambition. Mm. So when someone gets to know Christ, um it helps in the person finding their identity. Mm. Their right identity in mm. him and finding their value hmm. and that will help in terms of the way you see things then a deeper relationship with him hmm. in terms of studying the bible hmm. because that would teach us that 
you know, my life does not consist in the abundance of what mm, I have or possess. possess. Yeah. You know, I should seek first God's kingdom and his mm. righteousness. Mm. Then, like um, Solomon will say in Ecclesiastes, he has tried every other thing, you know, and he has found that vanity is vanity and mm. that a young person should remember their creator when they are young. Yo. So, deepening our relationship with knowing him first of all deepening our relationship in prayer in studying the word then critically finding our purpose in him because mm. the examples we give of jesus and paul and all of those things as they related with with god he gave them a worthwhile goal mm. Mm. actually he gave them the real goal for their lives mm. and they put in all their energies in that direction awesome. so if you don't really have a relationship with God, a deepened relationship, you won't really find your purpose. Mm. And your purpose puts ambition in the right perspective. So connecting with what Mommy just said now, I, I like to just link what you have said to what she said. Uh, that um, Can we say now that parents should be very deliberate in terms of raising their children in the yes. way of the Lord? Yes. Because yes. when she said the problem starts from the home front, yes, it's not mm. disconnected. It's connected mm. to this. Yes. No wonder the Bible says in Matthew 22, 29, say, yeah, because ye know not the scripture, nor the power of God. So mm. if we understand that our role model is not the, the uh, Kiss Daniels, mm. it's not mm. the P-squares, mm -hmm. it's not because there was, you know, I remember growing up, somebody once said, uh, there was a quote by Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne said, get rich, or die trying. And I knew, I knew, I knew then, I knew young people who took that as their watchword. You, you'll be very surprised that most of the young people doing your woos and all of those things, a lot of them grew up in church. Yeah. Yes. It's just that they grew up in faulty homes, some of them. Right? So mm. I, I think from the home front, parents must be very deliberate and um consciously imbibing the doctrines of God, the doctrines of Scripture, teaching children to understand what God said as far as goals, you know, like you just mentioned, now, as far as these things you mentioned are concerned, mm. right? Yeah. You know, and, and also to add to, add to, to what uh, Dr. Josh said, you know, it's, it, it's sad. Growing up, mm. you know, for me, I would say I grew up in the, in the 80s, mm. 80s, 90s, you know, I was a you know, teenager, th that period. You know, people thought as a Christian, you should not be rich. Mm. And so, you know, there was this mentality that, ah, as a Christian, you should not do certain kinds of business. Mm. As a Christian, there are certain things you should not venture, mm. you should not dare venture because, um, well, I think that was the understanding of the Bible mm. at mm. that time. Mm. But like, like you said, Studying the word for yourself, mm. taking the time to study the word and truly get to understand what God says about certain things. Mm. It, it helps open the eyes of young people to understand that as a Christian, you can actually be a Christian businessman. Mm. You can actually be a Christian musician. You can be a Christian hairdresser. Mm. You can be a Christian fashion designer. You know, mm. you can be a, a, a Christian caterer mm. and make a difference. You can be a Christian doctor and make a difference. Mm. That, that, that's just what we're talking about. You can strive for perfection. You can reach the pinnacle of your career. You can mm. be as ambitious as that, mm. as a Christian. 
And all, what it does is put the right foot forward for mm. the world to see and for them to strive to want to be like that role model who mm. is following Christ. Mm. You so, know? Soma, can we say the church now? Has the church done enough to actually help young people to understand it? Now, that is a very, <laughs> I'll say, an area of great mm. controversy. Yeah, 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 because that's what we need to bring it home. We want to look because, for the way forward. Um, so okay. can we see okay. now, the way things are now, can we say the church have actually done enough yeah. well, to help young people understand that, oh, you can be in church, you can be a Christian, now you can be a billionaire, you yes. can be a millionaire as a Christian. Has the church done enough to help young people Business people know that I can be in church or whatever field of your endeavor, you can yeah. be in church and achieve these things. I'm happy that the church today, yes, mm. is doing so much. I am happy. Mm. I'm, re I'm really happy that the church today is doing so much. Mm. You know, for us, when we were growing up, we had certain challenges, mm. you know, with, I would say, the doctrines of that time and the understanding of that time. Muna you know. Dunyani, we are just, uh, oh, 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 we, are, yes. we are going to heaven. Oh, we don't yes. need anything on it. You know, when I started, when I started um, work as an on-air personality, yes. it was a serious battle oh, wow. for me. Hmm. Because then I was, uh, I was in the youth fellowship, you know, and I think I was the vice, I was an ex-school. Hmm. And they couldn't understand, What? You doing that radio? You know, no, no, we're ah, going to heaven. Don't you know that? <laughs> don't you know that people that go to radio are, are people, God. worldly people, hmm. and things like that. Hmm. But one of the persons I know that really castigated. Ah, no, 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 this one is off. She has lost it. Hmm. Some years later, I heard. I heard the person already. I'm like, what? What are you doing here? <laughs> you understand? But I, I appreciated the fact that they didn't. They didn't mm. understand what it was all about. They mm. didn't understand that it was an avenue mm. that you could use mm. to preach the gospel. Mm. That's what I do. Mm. I use my platform to talk about Jesus. Mm. Awesome. I am not ashamed of it mm. at all. And you can use do the same mm. wherever you find yourself. The church is really, really doing well. Mm. You know, and I'm happy that a lot of youth are not leaving the church like before. Mm. During our time, yeah. young people left the church in droves. They, they left. Mm. And when they left, they actually left. Mm. They didn't leave for other places. Some mm. of them just left completely. and shut the door at Christianity completely. Yeah, but you just tempted me to look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, <laughs> where um, God said, then God said, let us make mankind in our yeah. image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea yeah. and the birds in the sky, the over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that moves along the ground. Yeah. I, I see God giving us dominion yeah. over different sectors, mm -hmm. over different uh, um aspect of life. Yeah. Don't you think so? We, we actually do have it as Christians, mm. but sadly, we don't understand our place. And so we just, we are laid back and we allow the world and the things of the world just take over that power mm. that we have as mm. Christians. Mm. Sadly, people of the other faith mm. understand the power we have mm. and they are using it negatively. They are using it, you know, negatively. Hmm. I, I was shocked when I, when I, when I was made to understand that uh, there are portions of the Bible, I think, in the Quran hmm. that they use. Hmm. They, they, they use it well. Hmm. And somebody said, if you people understood the power you have in that wow. Bible, wow. I don't think you will joke with it. Hmm. And this person that is talking is not a Christian. A Christian. 
So it's 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 So our, that goes to say how much how much time are we de- devoted to knowing scriptures? Yes. How much time are we devoted to knowing God for ourselves? Uncle Ben. Yes, so I just wanted to stretch um Genesis 1:28 you read 26 mm-hmm. and God blessed them and God said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it mm. and have dominion over the fish of the sea over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth mm. and God said behold I've given you every herb bearing seed which mm. is upon the face of the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you it shall be for meat praise God mm. so for me this is critical because mm. The church has a role in making the young people and generally the members of the church to know that this is the mind of God from creation from yeah. inception. Mm. Yeah. And for us we are we even have a blessing. Mm. We even have a blessing to be fruitful and to multiply and to subdue the earth and to have dominion. In all these sectors, yeah. as light and salt, mm-hmm. this is critical because mm-hmm. if we know it, then you can see that you are putting ambition in the right way. Mm-hmm. It's expected that as a medical doctor, I should be, I should be fruitful in mm-hmm. the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, I should replenish that area for mm-hmm. for God. So mm-hmm. it's beyond just me. Mm-hmm. So the blessings, the material blessings that come would just be an add-on, like mm, it said, seek, mm. seeking first God's kingdom and righteousness. Yeah. Then I also wanted to say that for us, part of what we can also do is the issue of community. Mm. You know, you talked about how that there are so many role models out there, mm. you know. So as as a young person, if my ambition has to be right, I also need to check the community I'm in. Mm. You know, and community now is not just physical community True. because we have the social space. True. Yeah. You have role models from music, from the internet, influencers. Uh, influencers. Mm. You have Twitter, you have all the spaces. Mm. So if I must think right and I have to be in the right community, I have to be among people that are like-minded mm. that will, yeah. will help to direct my perspective regarding mm. ambition mm. and how to chase it because the world has a way it defines yes, success mm. and that's different mm. from how the Bible looks So I, I think yeah. this discussion is apt because it's not by mistake that in 2023, Equal Plateau Church is looking at spheres of influence, the different spheres of influence, yeah. where we'll be talking about governance, we're talking about the commerce, you know, and, and what have you. Yeah. Now, in closing, lastly, I just want to ask, going forward, what deliberate step do you think as young people, say from the youth fellowship to the church, what deliberate step should we take so that we can help young people? I'm more particular about young people because, of yeah. course, uh, we are the leaders of tomorrow, like as they will always say. <laughs> okay, we are the future of the church tomorrow. So that we don't come to a point where we just, when the old, our old, our parents are, are gone, you just come to church. And because we've not been taught the rudiment of Christianity and how we can be in church and still achieve whatever God has set in our heart to achieve, you just come to church and you don't see anybody. And I, I bet you, if we don't do make deliberate effort to do those things now, that time will come. Yeah. So what deliberate step do you think the church or the youth fellowship can take in order to help young people understand that, yes, they can be contented, but of course they should be as a... Uh, uh, ambitious, they should aspire for greatness and achieve whatever the Lord has laid in their hearts. 
Yes, Ben. Okay, so for me, first of all, like I said, deepening our personal relationship with God is critical. Mm. It will help our young people to find their purpose in God and to chase it. Mm. Then having a deep understanding of the scripture, like we read in Genesis, mm. how that God expects that in whatever areas of influence mm. that he has placed us, mm. that we should occupy for him. And the parable of the talent, mm. that God expects fruitfulness, profit. Mm. The unprofitable servant was cast into the darkness. Mm. You know, where there was gnashing of teeth, God expects fruitfulness mm. from us. Then I expect also teachings and in terms of empowerment to be able to occupy in those areas, those mm. different fields mm. that God has given us to occupy for him. Mm. Then we should also know that life does not consist in just material yeah, things. Sure. But we should invest our energies in things that have heavenly value, heavenly worth. You know, so life is more than food. The body is more than clothes. Mm. Sorry, Ma, before you come in, just, you know, what you said, just to add a little to what you said, I think that um, the, the church needs to be very deliberate. Not just, we don't just need to uh, say uh, we are doing programs. We need to be deliberate to the point of getting mentors for ourselves as mm. young people. Mm. Because when you have a godly mentor that has excelled in his field of endeavor, it will help you understand that, yes, I can do right. And I can still achieve my greatness, whatever or wherever God has, has actually placed mm. me. Yes, ma'am. Well, um, young people these days give up easily. Mm. And sadly, they give up just when they are reaching the finish line mm. without knowing it. You know, and so I would want to uh, see in the coming year that the church is very deliberate in raising encouragers mm. because that is what most young people do not have. That's right. You know, and uh, like Josh said, understanding and having uh, good Christian role models. Mm. If you don't know who they are, mm. then you cannot model after mm. them. So if uh, such people are being identified and maybe the church acknowledges them more, and encourages them to be a source of encouragement to mm. the young people. I think I think it would, it would it would help mm. because if you don't have anybody amongst the body of Christ mm. to encourage you, then you either fall by the way, or you just turn around and forget about it. Mm. Even the disciples, I think it was Paul that had an encourager in a. Barnabas, mm. you know, he had an, an, an encourager. Mm. And, and so I think the young people need that much more in 2023. Mm. And I, I'm, I'm hoping and I'm trusting God that the church with the large mm. array of business, good Christian mm. accomplished, mm. <laughs> if there's a word like that, that we have, um, they will be able to come out, speak mm. out, and make themselves available for the young people to model after and to serve as a source of encouragement to young people who want to venture into any kind of business, who are ambitious to do great things. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm happy when I hear, uh, I think there's a youth who is a farmer. Yeah, yeah. There's another who is into laundry. Mm. And I get, I get really excited, you mm. know, and I'm like, oh, there are people, there should be older people who have mm. done that or who understand mm. how that is done or how you can do it as a Christian sure. and not fall by the way. Sure. Because if you are doing business, believe you be temptation comes. We'll come. People mm. come with mm -hmm. all sorts of things and Absolutely. they want you to cut all sorts of corners. Mm. But if you don't have an encourager to remind you, 
of what Jesus would do mm. that you yes, might not I, I, reach that finish line. Thank, thank you. Uh, I said last question, but sorry, while you were talking, a very, very important question just came to my mind that I feel we can just run to, even though our time is almost up. Uh, what then do you do to a young person? Because I realize that the complaint you find everywhere is young people are not willing to learn. What do we do? How do we solve that problem? Because it's like we've been carried away by... We, we don't want to follow the process. Okay. You find that there are situations where you find a mentor, you find somebody that is willing to, to train somebody or maybe just to... But because probably the process is slow, you find that the person is probably not given attention or is nowhere to be found. How do we solve such problems? Well, as a business person mm. that I am, I think uh, the approach is usually wrong mm. because you need to understand if the person really wants to learn or not. Mm. But if the person is not willing to learn, then you just be wasting your time. Mm. But if the person wants to grow and wants to learn, mm. then you have to let the person understand the rudiments. Mm. This is how I got to be where I am. Mm. This is the process I went through. Mm. Unfortunately, some of the mentors take their mentees to be their slaves mm. and errand boys and girls, and that's the only thing mm. that they use them for. They don't teach mm. them. They don't give mm. them responsibilities. But if you have a, a mentee as a mentor, you should give that person responsibilities. You should... Give them a long rope, you know, teach them the ropes, and you should do it with them, not not tell them to do it mm. or do it for them, mm. but do it with mm. them. That way they would learn and give room for mistakes. Mm. I do that a lot. Mm. I do that a lot. And I, before I even start with you, I ask you, do you mm. really want to do this? Mm. If you really want to do it, why do you want to do it? What do you hope to achieve? Mm. And if I see that you're someone that's really passionate, then I go all out. I work with you. Mm. I, I give you room for mistakes. Mm. And when there are mistakes, we laugh over your mistakes and then we correct it. Thank you. You know, and then we make, we, we move mm. on. We mm. move on. And when the time is right, you, you just go ahead. Yes, thank and you. I'm happy. Sorry, I just want to add. Yes, before you, I, I would give you time to just give us your final thoughts. Mm. Let me, I just want to mention three scriptures mm -hmm. uh, that I think is going to help our audience. Uh, I'll paraphrase them. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13, Paul, Paul was tested. You know, but he said, the Bible says he tested both humble means and prosperity. Yeah. In Job chapter 36, verse 11, he said, if they obey me, he said they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in contentment. You know, and Psalms 34, verse um, 105, yes, verse, 10, verse 10, sorry. Psalm 34 verse 10 said, those who seek the Lord lack no good things. Uh, so I think, I think the Bible is very, very deliberate. Uh, the fact that we are meant to appreciate where we are now does not mean we shouldn't aspire to be better um, at whatever we do or to be, uh, live a better life or get a better life for ourselves. So your final word. Okay, okay. so yes. well for us as young people, uh, having this conversation... I think uh, for me is for us to get ready to work hard. Mm. We've, we've looked at models, role models from the Bible, Paul, Jesus, you know, and how that they worked hard at the goal that God has given them, God-given mm. goal, and then to minimize distractions. Yes. You know, there are a lot of distractions now, mm. you know. So 
to be able to achieve a particular goal, you have to focus and then work hard. Then the place of empowerment, which we talked about, whether at the church level or as a fellowship level or personal development, mm. you know, to be able to achieve certain goals, you need to have certain capacities, you know, to be able to do that. Then, more importantly, to deepen our relationship with God, rely on Him because He has supplied everything mm. we need for life, life and, and for godliness, godliness. through the knowledge of him, him who has called us. Absolutely. And he has blessed us and called us to be fruitful and multiply, multiply. subdue the earth and, and replenish <laughs> and have dominion. Thank you very much, Okuma. Yes, my final word. <laughs> well, um, for the ladies especially, hmm. because they are the ones who think they cannot achieve much. Hmm. We have stories of women in the Bible that were great. Mm. Women in the Bible that have done great things and they are remembered today. Mm. Ruth, Naomi, uh, Deborah, Mary, Mary Magdalene. You know, you just, you just name them. They did great things. Mm. Prophet, we had prophetess. We had um, Deborah was, was a soldier. Mm. And, and, you know, women can do great things. Mm. The Bible recognizes the works of women. Hmm. So I expect the young ladies not to look down on themselves. Hmm. They need to place value on themselves because God places a lot of value on them. Hmm. And they should appreciate the fact that as women, they can do so much more. Hmm. They can do so, so much more. Jesus Christ came to the world through a woman. Mary was chosen by God. Hmm. And God can choose any of them hmm. to do great things for his kingdom. They mm. should not belittle themselves at all. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with them being ambitious as women. Mm. As long as they do it in the context of the Bible Absolutely. and in the understanding that Absolutely. this is what God wants them to do. And they seek that deeper relationship with God and they spend time mm. with God, spend time in his word and ask him for direction. Mm. I think the women in this church, the young ladies in this church, they are, they are, out, they are built for greatness. Thank you very that. much, ma'am. Thank you very much. The famous Anita Malu we used to hear in Priority. It's good to have you. Uncle Ben, Thank you. we are glad to have you. Thank you. We look much. forward to having you in our subsequent episodes. Thank you and sure. God bless you. Thank you, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show today. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to You Vibes wherever you get your podcasts. Turn on notifications as well so that you don't miss a single episode. You can send in your feedback using the link at the end of the episode description. Or if you'd like, send us an email at youthforepc at gmail.com. That's Y-O-U-T-H number four, E-P-C at gmail.com. This episode of Youth Vibes was produced and mixed by Jesse Wazo in collaboration with Takapati Church Youth Fellowship. Our theme music is by Basha Adamu. That's it for this episode of Youth Vibes. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you right here next week.